When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have just been maybe more insulted than any time in my entire career. Xander just called me a word. Did he goes, he had to come back because his seals love you. He, he didn't do that for him. He did that for me because he thinks I'm mentally soft. <laughs> that's, that's why he did that. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the national football show. Boy. I must really bleed that out at times, right? Okay, with my mannerisms and the way I am. Holy cow. Sills, man, we're good? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you do that for me? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Not for me, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> Go to work. <laughs> Holy cow, man. Hey, before we get going here, guys, please hit the like button. You guys are spectacular. You've been awesome. Over the last couple months, I mean, it's been just really a great train to be on here as we're the fastest growing sports show here on YouTube, here on the Jacob Media channel. We so thank you guys for coming aboard. But I got to tell you guys this, man. I have never in my life seen a guy score 50 points and 12 boards in 27 minutes and no one cares. Okay? (laughs) No one cares. Dude, Joel Embiid was spectacular last night. Nobody cared. I mean. I think it really just shows you where the NBA is. Now, obviously, people of Philly care. People are going to be talking about wasting the best years of Joel Embiid's career. Daryl Morey, do something. Had a chance to move Ben Simmons to Sacramento. Yada, yada, all that stuff. But it really kind of like, it kind of like falls on deaf ears, though. Hey, Matt, Embiid's a beast. and That's an understatement. He's the best five since Shaq. In my opinion, he's the best five I've seen since Shaquille O'Neal. And he's got a better jump shot than Shaq. I don't think he is physically as imposing as O'Neal, but he, he's the best pivot man since O'Neal. This guy can shoot free throws too. And he's got a perimeter shot and he plays on the block. So he's the best five. I don't know, Boogie Cousins when he was in his prime. 
I don't know, man, but 50 points, 20 boards, 27 minutes, and no one gives a shit. Anyway. Hey, by the way, today, guys, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little more about Russell Wilson, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Jalen. We're going to talk a little bit more about the direction of where the Eagles are going to go. It's funny, uh, Xander and I were talking about that. Who do you think the Eagles draft in the first round? Do they take an offensive lineman? Do they take a linebacker? Do they break precedent where they don't like drafting linebackers for whatever reason? Do they take a safety? Do they try to create more depth at the center position? Because Kelsey, um, again, Kelsey is flirting with uh, retirement. So where do they go? Okay. There's no question it's a big offseason. And by the way, guys, there is no team in Philadelphia, there is maybe no team in the NBA or the NFL, I should say, that you have a bigger offseason. The National Football League knows the Eagles right now have a ton of assets. This will be the most important offseason in Eagle history, and I've said that to you guys. Okay. So what I'm going to do, you and I have debated Jalen Ertz. How about we ask one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Hall of Famer, both in Canada, college, NFL, and he's also part of the broadcast team for the Seattle Seahawks. The legendary Warren Moon will join us at the bottom of hour number two. So the first hour, you and I are going to debate it, talk about it, then we're going to talk to Warren Moon, and we'll get Warren's thoughts. That'll be in hour number two, okay? I'll ask him, does he really believe that Russell Wilson will leave Seattle? Is Pete Carroll done coaching that football team? He's 70 years old. Is he going to come back for a couple more years, one year, what? What does he see with the writing on the wall here for Seattle this coming offseason? I think Russell Wilson's out. I really do. So we're going to talk to Warren Moon. That'll be at the bottom of hour number two. Also, by the way, I had a great conversation with Frank Reich today. And as I said to you, we're trying to do some multiple things here on the Jacob Media platform with Frank, and he's open to it. So we're really looking forward to really having a great relationship with the Indianapolis head coach. And I had a conversation about Wentz. I'll tell you what he said here in a second. But I want to start out the conversation with this. Cookies, how you doing? Big Chris, Russ is gone, I agree. All right, guys, I'm going to get to your spins here in a second. You know how this baby works. I throw a topic out, and then you guys respond, and we debate it, and we're going to go back and forth on it. You know, that press conference yesterday, again, Xander and I were talking about it. You could just get a sense on how important this offseason is going to be. Nick Sirianni's going to meet, I guess, with the owner of the team today. He's been meeting with assistant coaches. He's been meeting with players. And that's pretty much how it goes. You, once you're eliminated or your season ends, you have week meetings. And then you all go on your way and you get ready for OTAs. You get ready for camp. You get ready for mini camps, all of that stuff, pre-draft camps. You know, this is a 12-month deal now. It's not like you get five months off like it did back in the old days. Those days are gone. Dion says, I don't trust Howie at all. All right. Well, this kind of goes into that question, Dion. Not you or me. Let's take the fans out of 
this question. Guys, I know that this is going to be hard for you to do, but I want you to put perspective on this today. I want you to use your common sense. I want you to use your years of experience covering and watching the Eagles. Okay, here we go. Who do you believe the Eagles and the front office and the organization would like to see quarterback into 2022 season for the Eagles? Hertz, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, or a college kid? Which direction do you in your heart believe they want to be wearing Eagle Green this coming season? Who? Samuel says Deshaun. Akhtar says Russell Wilson. Randy's the first guy to say Hurts. Anthony says Watson. Cookie says Wilson. You know what's funny? I'm so proud of all of you. You're not putting your, your passion for Jalen involved in this conversation. Hey, and by the way, 215, this is not a multiple choice answer. I'd like to know what you think the organization, who in their heart, they would like to see quarterbacking the team. Not a two-part question. It's not multiple choice. Who do you believe? Dream says Kenny Pickett. He's the first guy to bring up a college kid. Lawrence says Derek Carr. T. Lewis says they want Wilson, but not for three ones. Akhtar says, but I pray they made a trade for Jimmy G. Watson. He has the age, gunslinging ability, swagger to carry a fan base. Will says Watson because he's under 28. I love that spin. You got that guy for the next decade. How he regrets not getting Wilson years ago. Russell Wilson was drafted in the third round. A lot of people missed on him. James says Watson. Charles says 2023 will keep Hurts. Here's cookies. It's odd, though, how he might be looking at Hertz now like he did Wilson back in the day. He's on the record saying they hate that they missed out on Russell Wilson. Well, that means he's got a passion to try to go back after him again. Okay? Let me go here with this now. The reason I went here. You know, I, I, I admire the organization for going out and saying this publicly. Jalen's our guy. There's no harm, no foul right now. There's no games to be played. Free agency doesn't start for a couple more months now. So they get a chance to sit back and evaluate every single position and every single direction that they might want to go in. Do you know what they're figuring out right now? What track do we want to go down? Here's what goes on in an organization. They've evaluated everybody, coaching staff. They're evaluating the players, head coach. The owner's responsibility is to evaluate the general manager's job. And if you're the owner of the Eagles, you've got to be pretty happy with what the direction of the Eagles is in right now. Salary cap space, multiple draft choices, multiple in the first round. You made the playoffs. 
Howie Roseman is a rock star right now in the front office of the Philadelphia Eagles, whether you like it or not. Okay? Whether you think he's a good GM or not, he had a rock star year. Rock star year. So, now he's going to look at it like this. Are we going to run dual track, three track? And what I mean by that is we're going to keep building the team around this idea and this philosophy and this ideology, having a guy who's going to be a mobile guy, and we're going to have a person like that. Because let's face it here. How much different do you think the style of play from Jalen Hurts is to Russell Wilson? Do you think it's a lot? What up, Carlos? Right? I mean, Russell's a better thrower, and he's a better scrambler. But that came with years of experience and, of course, ability. See, Jalen Hurts is the cheap man's version, in my opinion, of an inaccurate Russell Wilson. It's not really shade. It can't be shade because of the accomplishments that he had this year. So if you continue to build down this line, well, let's get everybody. You know, Xander was talking about drafting an O-lineman. Okay, I'm great with that. Anytime you want to find a guy in the offense, and especially in the offensive line, to keep retooling your offense, the Eagles, here's the Eagles' identity. Would we agree that the Eagles' identity since the Super Bowl and maybe a year prior has been the offensive line? When you think of Philadelphia Eagle football since 2016, don't you think of offensive line and to some aspect defensive line? That's their identity. It's not quarterback play. It's not secondary play. It's not insane linebacker play. It's your own line. And when you have that identity, that gives you an autonomy that you're always going to be in a game. Look at this right here. Hey, does anybody know who scored the most points this year? What team? Does anybody know what team scored the most points? Do you guys have an idea? Who scored the most points? Stanley says Watson brings disruption and dissension to the locker room. Stanley, I don't believe that. Why? He was in the locker room with the Houston Texans. Cowboys, you're right, Chris. The Cowboys led the NFL in scoring. They're now home. Let's take a look at the teams that are left. The 49ers. By the way, do you know who the third rushing attack team is in the NFL? The Packers. Oh, by the way, against Cincinnati this weekend. That dude, Derrick Henry's back. Oh, Jesus. Really? Okay. Oh, and they're hosting the Bengals. And Henry's back. They're saying he's going to get 25 carries. You are always in a football game when you have a running attack. And most importantly, you're always in a playoff game when you have a running attack. The Eagles know this. I did hear the press conference where Howie kind of hinted at he wanted to get more to a traditional style of quarterbacking, throwing the ball down the field. I did get that impression. Well, you're not going to get that right now with Russell, with um, Jalen. You'll get that with Russell. You, sledgehammer. That's right, baby. Dallas had 77 total yards. 
total rushing yards. <laughs> You're not going to beat the Niners like that. That's right, Matt. Running the ball, stopping the run. Big Chris, if Kelsey retires, they should draft that center out of Iowa in the first round with one of those picks. A little bit undersized for me, but I watched him play this year. He's a hell of a football player. Double says we need an upgrade at running back. Only Boston Scott and Gane will stay healthy. Hey, 007, let me throw this at you, though. Can you really name me all those running backs in San Francisco? Man, it's all in the line. I can – nobody knew who Tony Pollard was. I could find a guy to run the ball if he's, if he's capable enough on knowing how to be able to run in between the gaps. You really – I mean, finding a Derrick Henry is insane. That guy is a spe- – he's the best back since Adrian Peterson. Okay? Hey, Paul, we'll talk about that. Kelsey got destroyed by Vita. Vea killed him. That one bull rush, I mean, he knocked him almost on his ass. I couldn't believe it. But again, Veda's one of the best run, run stoppers there is in the league. He's a tremendous run stopper. He's like Sam Adams, Vince Wolferk. He's one of those kind of guys. Okay? Elite blocking, Niner gang, gets you to the promised land, not elite passing. I've said this before to people. The passing stat has to be the most overrated stat in pro football. It's made for fantasy dudes. Running the ball is what gets you where you need to go. Not throwing it, stopping the clock, giving possessions up. So let me give you my spin on this. Who do I believe the Eagles organization would like to see under center in 2022 as a starting quarterback? I think they would like to see Deshaun Watson. And personally, you know, I I keep telling people this. I really don't believe that there's going to be this monster market because of the side baggage that comes with him. You're going to have to go to a city that's got a great fan base that will embrace him. If you go to some liberal city and he walks into a place like San Francisco, I'm just saying, I know they got Trey Lance and Garoppolo up there right now. They'll get destroyed. Going to Snowflake, New York City, that's not going to cut it either. Boston, hey, by the way, I don't know about you, But could you see Bill Belichick kick the tires on Deshaun Watson? How about this? He knows right now. He's got a couple of years before Mac Jones is ready to take that team to a Super Bowl. He just got destroyed by Josh Allen. Josh Allen put the wood on him. Paul says, I agree, Howie likes Watson. Not sure Philly would embrace Watson. Why? You'd embrace Michael Vick. The guy actually went to prison. Would Watson want to come to Philly? Bro, $40, $50 million. You put a bag of money on the table. Let's test that theory out, whether or not he wants to play here. Plus, he's got a great old line. Like I told you, guys, it's not the wide receivers that attracts quarterbacks. It's the offensive line. It's the big uglies. They could go out and find anybody to throw the ball to. 
Chris says, I embrace Watson with open arms. Derek Carr, I think that all comes down to who the coach of the Raiders is going to be. I chalk it up, Sports Philly. I do think the Eagle fan base would embrace him. Lord says, I don't want Deshaun Watson. Why? He's 25 years old. He's one of the top five arms in the game. You'd have the best quarterback for the next 10 years in the division, and you don't want that? Well, I don't want the side. Dude, fuck that. You're not asking to marry him, or you're not asking him to marry your daughter. You've got to get over that stuff. Who cares? Well, Sills, what about his character? Well, let the Eagles do their homework on it. But the, the Eagles are the ones that are going to have to put the money up for him. They're the ones that are going to have to go $40, $50 million and feel comfortable with it. Like they were with Carson Wentz. This guy's 10 times the player Carson Wentz is. Is Carr better than Hurts? Absolutely. Chalk it up, Sports Philly goes, I want to win. That's all I want. Cool with Jalen? But if it's Watson, cool. Right, whoever gets you to victories, right? Old Cole, what if Watson's status changes? How didn't it change there? You just went through six months of silence with him. Haven't you come to the deduction on Deshaun Watson that something is really weird and fishy here? They paid him. He was active. He wasn't suspended. He wasn't on the commissioner's exempt list. They're trying to move him. I don't know about you, but if this guy's a serial rapist that people says that he is with these 22 allegations, shouldn't he be under the jail? I'm just not buying the story. There's something more to it. It's really fishy. Dude, if I had a guy in my business, first he wouldn't be. You could have cut. By the way, do you know what's in all of our contracts? Guys, I'm not trying to sell you on Deshaun. I'm trying to sell you that there's something up here with this. There is a clause in all of our conduct, or in our contracts, it's in the conduct clause of our contracts that says conduct detrimental to the team voids the deal. They don't have to pay you. The Houston Texans could have voided the deal just by conduct detrimental. Okay? Just could have caught his ass and took it to court and said, well, this guy's got 22 rape cases out there. Let's say what it is. Sexual harassment, sexual assault, whatever. They're accusing this guy of misconduct sexually. Okay? Where's the district attorney in Houston? Okay? I mean, where, where's the district? I have heard nothing from them. I've heard nothing from the Houston police. I know the FBI is involved. And do you know what usually that means? That means you're looking at extortion or a or a civil rights kind of case. Like you saw with Bubba Wallace down at Talladega. He had 21 FBI agents going down to try to figure out what a garage door lever was. Wasn't really a noose. Every one of the doors had the noose on it. Nobody cared. FBI came back and said this was not any race crime. It's had nothing to do with it. Everybody jumped the gun, though, because they saw the noose and everybody jumped to it. Little did they realize all the stalls had 
the noose on it, and that's how they pulled the car door down. You got the FBI involved in this. There's a lot to untangle here with this, though. I agree here. I think Howie would like to see Deshaun here. How willing would he want to play in Philadelphia? Here, what are his, what are his options? Okay, say he goes to Miami. Do you really want to go and play in Miami for Stephen Ross, a knee-jerk reaction owner? I don't know. How about Pittsburgh? I'll tell you something. Pittsburgh scares me. I could see Deshaun Watson in Pittsburgh. Because you know what everybody would say? Wow. Here's a troubled kid. He goes to Pittsburgh. He's with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's going to take care of the kid. Mike Tomlin's going to teach character. The Steelers are notorious for character people. I'll tell you what, man. Could you see him? Okay. Could you see him in Pittsburgh? Boy, I sure could. And people will go like this. Well, you know, they got, you know, character. It matters in Pittsburgh. I remember, remember something. You know, the bus had some issues, too, when he was in Los Angeles before he went to Pittsburgh. Okay, they've had some And Ben Roethlisberger, he wasn't so squeaky clean, too, as a Pittsburgh quarterback. Let's not forget here. Okay? 007 says accusations came out when Watson demanded a trade. Completely. The next day. The next day, that guy Busby came out, and he was everywhere with it. Rusty Harden, Deshaun's agent or slash lawyer, goes like this. Hey, and they've been, they've been trying to deal with these confidentiality agreements and solving some of these cases. People forgot Big Ben crashed a motorcycle. Yeah, not only that, but the case inside the bar in the lavatory with the woman that got him suspended. Okay? Big Chris says, I see Rodgers if he leaves in Pittsburgh. Why would he want to go to Pittsburgh with, like what I told you, an offensive line that is questionable at best? He's in the perfect situation in Green Bay. Dude, retiring a Green Bay Packer, that's pretty damn impressive. Reese says, A-Rod is going to Denver. Why? Again, are you better in Denver than you are? In Green Bay, Wisconsin, you've gone to two, now potentially three straight NFC championship games. I personally, now again, just for the record here, I asked you if you thought that the Eagle organization wanted Hurts, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, or drafting a kid. I think they want Watson. I think they got an eye on Wilson. And they're, watch this. And they're okay with Hurts. But get this, guys. This is actually brilliant. You're okay with Jalen Hurts. So they're not lying at the press conference. But if you get an opportunity to make a deal for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, the lesser of all these is drafting a guy. I think the Eagles have no interest in drafting somebody in the first three rounds that's a quarterback. I think they'll draft somebody later that's a quarterback. But I don't, I, I don't think they have any interest. They're good with Jalen. They're good. But if we can 
weave ourselves through this maze and get a conversation going with Deshaun. And we can maybe kick the tires on Russell. Why not? There's no harm in that. You know, some of you guys said this, I just want to win. That's what this is, guys. You don't fall in love with the name on the back of the jersey. You fall in love with the name on the front of the jersey. That's what makes you a great fan. Hey, man, I really love that guy. That guy's a great football player. Watch this, though. Hey, if Kelsey calls it a career, hey, Jason, here's what I would do. Watch this. Jason, thank you so much, man. You're a Hall of Famer. You're on the Mount Rushmore of really great Philadelphia athletes that have played in this city and loved it. Thank you very much for your service. Here's your commemorative. I played here a decade plus for the Philadelphia Eagles. We love you. Okay, who's next? Who's the next guy up? Okay. How much drop-off are we going to have from Jason Kelsey? If Jay- That's how I look at it. You can have the parades and all the bar drinks and all that other stuff down on Broad Street, and you guys can – everybody can go and celebrate. We can have the party. But, again, I got to look at it like this. If I'm the Eagles, okay, what do we do if he calls it? How much of a drop-off are we going to have? Do we draft a center in the first round, second round? What Do we take one of those top three picks and get a center? Okay, I mean, guys, college football, it's more about the names. Everyone falls in love with those kids. Professional football, this is about winning ball games. Okay? Carson Wentz is in trouble. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to hit on that. A little bit more on this, Deshaun Watson. In my opinion, I think it's a real thing for Philly. Guys, do me a favor. Please. Hit the like button. Don't forget, in hour number two, we got Warren Moon joining us, Hall of Famer. I'm going to ask him his opinion on Jalen Hurts if he's the guy the Eagles can build around. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. National Football Show, your boy Dan Silio. Please hit the like button. Great first segment with you guys, man. Thank you so much. You guys are on your cues again, man. Totally get it, man. You totally get it. This is about building a football team for success. This is not about building friendships here. This is about building a team, winning. Getting across the fucking finish line, not being 500, not just winning division titles. This is striving for perfection. That's a great topic, Chris. That's a great freaking topic. I'll get to Wentz here in a minute. Chris just gave me an idea for a topic. Guys, I love this. This is why you guys are the best. I got to write it down because it's so good. Bear with me here. How many players away are the Eagles from being a Super Bowl contender? How many? How many players away? You, you'll, you'll have to forgive me here because I'm formulating my thought process on the holes on the team. Wick says five. Paul says, yikes. Great question. Lawrence says one quarterback. Daz, I like it. Logical goes coaches. Joseph, how many players? One. One great quarterback. Daz says D.E. Scooty says three, 16. James says quarterback, playmaking linebacker, cornerback, two safeties, two edge rushers, one wide receiver, total of eight. Chalk it up, Sports Philly, four to six. Rashad, four on defense, one on offense. Bobby says 10. Let me think about that for a minute. How many players away are the Eagles from being a true Super Bowl contending team again? Let's start this out like this. O-line. Scale of one to to five. I'm going to go five for the Eagles. O-line. And by the way, O-line means running game. You were number one in the league. You have to have the best O-line, in my opinion. When you have the top rushing attack, you won the award that year, and you're on the top podium as the best O-line. So you get the best O-line. That is so great. Five to six, wow. Sydney says five. W-2, two-plus quarterback and coach. Obamacare, 
QB, number two wideout, number two corner, middle linebacker, edge. How far are they away from the Bills? Well, that's the question because I think the Bills are a Super Bowl contending team. I think the Packers are a Super Bowl contending team. The Buccaneers are a Super Bowl contending team. I kind of think the Rams are. I'm not sure I'll know more after this week. Okay? Quarterback, what's his rating? Best out of five. Your old line gets a five. What's your quarterback get? Pro Bowler? Had a good year? Three. Fair? That would tell me you need a quarterback if you're going to win a Super Bowl. You can't win a Super Bowl with a quarterback that's in Tier 3. He's good. You can win games. But he's Baker Mayfield. I'm not talking about the same skill set. If you're a Tier 3 guy, I think you can win with Tier 4 and 5. I don't know if you can win with a Tier 3 guy today. I just don't think you can. Wide receivers. I think your wide receiving core is a two. Some would go, but Sills, they got Devontae. That's all you got. Guys, Quez Watkins is a fine guy. But do you know how many guys like that are walking the street? A ton. The Jets are just going to give Braxton Berrios a contract. He was cut by the New England Patriots. Just made the Pro Bowl as a special teams guy. And he's getting looks now as a wideout. And Zach Wilson kind of likes him in the passing game. That's what happened with Wes Welker, too. I, I think your wide receiving core, I think your wide receiving core is very mediocre. And people are going to go, well, what about Devontae? It's no shade on Devontae. And I think the quarterback and the wide receiving core will kind of go hand in hand. How about this? You show me a top flight wide out and a guy who puts up big numbers, I'll show you a Hall of Fame quarterback or a guy that's putting Hall of Fame numbers up. I mean, you think Cooper Cup goes to Philadelphia and has a 1,900-yard season? Never. Half those numbers, in my opinion, would come off the board. You think Cooper Cup is going to put those numbers up in Philly? Never in a million years would he do that. So there's another position. There's two right now, right out of the bag. Wide receiver, quarterback, O-line. You got the O-line. So right now we're talking about at least two players away just on offense. How about defense? Weren't the Eagles one of the worst pass rushing teams this year in the NFL? Your ends. Dude, your ends. Two. So there's another player. So, so far, quarterback. Wide receiver, an end. How about your DTs? Hardgrave's great. 
Cox still has some juice in the tank. I think that's a four. I think your DTs are pretty decent. I don't think they're bad. I think your edge rushers and your linebackers can help him more out. But they're playing with kind of like spare parts on that defensive side, right? Coach two, maybe. So I don't think I think you're I think you're fine. I, can, I would like to see some depth. Like if you got Jordan Davis, the kid from Georgia, you put that big guy's ass next to Hardgrave in there, you're set up for the next decade. Your linebackers. Dude, there's another two. You know what this is also showing me? Man, the Eagles really didn't beat a lot of good teams this year. Because I'm seeing twos and threes. Twos on your ends. Twos on your linebackers. So as of right now, I haven't even got to the team. Quarterback, wide receiver, ends, linebackers. That's one. This is positions. Not just the amount of players. How about your cornerback play? Slay's great. Slay had a great season. Okay? Slay had a good year. I'm going to say, look, but it's Slay only, isn't it, back there in the secondary? Okay? I would say this. It's a three. Another player away. You need another corner. Darius Slay can't play both sides. And I would say this to you. Safety. I would say that, what would you give the grade on the safety? What would you give the grade on the safety? Two. Okay. So here's where we are. Let me write this down now. We are a quarterback. Wide receiving, defensive ends, linebackers, one corner, and two really strong and free safeties. Am I right? So you're talking just position-wise in the position room. This is what they're doing right now with the Philly front office. They're debating on this quarterback, and that's got to be the number one thing they decide to do and what they're going to do if they're going to go – Big game hunting for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. That's big game hunting. Okay? <laughs> Lawrence goes, hey, wait a minute here, man. Hey, don't worry, Lawrence. There's no adding and subtracting here. Big seals that no, we, we, we don't do that, brother. That, that, that ain't what this is. W2, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Just shows you what they did this year was pretty remarkable. Your safeties are a two out of five. Your corner, you got one, but you need another. Your linebacking core, I don't know. That's another two. Your DTs are four. I like Fletcher Cox, and I also like Hardgrave. Your ends get no pressure. Your wide receiving core can't block in the run game. They're undersized guys, and you got a quarterback that struggles getting the ball to them. By the way, tight end. Let me put that in there. Tight end, Dallas Goddard. What do you make of Dallas Goddard? I think Dallas Goddard is a fine player, but I think Dallas Goddard, in my opinion, needs to catch the ball more. 
Stop saying he's got great potential. Potential is the most overrated word used in professional sports. Okay? You got to catch the ball, son. He has got a ton of drops. So here's where I am. One, two. By the way, I'll take the quarterback out of the conversation for all intent purposes here because as of today, Howie says that, quite frankly, the quarterback is here to stay until something changes in that. You need a, you need another wideout, one. The tight end, I'd like to have a backup. That position, probably a Ford Goddard, is a fine player. But I'd like to see another backup in there, kind of, you know, be part of the whole thing. You need two edge rushers. So there's five total. Linebackers, I say you need three. Two. Need a corner, and you need a safety. Two, four, six, eight. They're nine players away from being a Super Bowl contending team. Folks, this is why I'm telling you that this offseason here is the most important offseason that the Eagles have had in the last 20. How about this? This is the most important offseason they've had since they had to debate whether or not to keep Reggie White. When Reggie left for free agency and he left for Green Bay, this is the biggest offseason. What year was that, guys? I forget what year that was. 90. Did he leave in 92? Did Reggie leave in 92? I, was it something like that, 92? I, I, I forget when he left. 92? Okay, 92, 93? I thought that's... I would say this. Chris goes, 12 picks can fix this. Absolutely. Absolutely, 12 picks can fix this. Now, the biggest... Pri We're going to do something here also. We're going to go down the line that I think the biggest priority is. And I'm not going to talk about the quarterback. We're going to take the quarterback out of the conversation. What's the biggest need on this team? Not a quarterback. Hit the like button. Don't forget Warren Moon in hour number two at the bottom of the hour. Please hit that like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. 
Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. Please hit the like button. Guys, thank you for being part of the program. I can't thank you enough, man. I so look forward to talking to you guys each and every single day. I mean it. It's wonderful. We're growing this thing together and it's really great. Bottom of my heart, man. I, you guys, one more time. You know how hard I fought this stuff? I don't know if I'll ever go back to radio again. I'm not sure. I mean, it would take something really incredible. I, I just love the fact now, you know, they're knocking my door down again, and I'm like this. I'm not sure yet. Thank, thank you, Sydney. I mean, it's a lot of fun, isn't it, Yale? We have a lot of fun here. I've told you this, guys, before. I haven't had interaction with people like this in probably 10 years because I think most people are morons, and they bring dumb shit to the table, and they run your show into, the, into a ditch. It's really great. By the way, 30 million people watched the Buccaneers and Eagle game on Sunday. Almost 31 million people watched that thing. 41 million people watched the Cowboys and 49ers game. Can you believe this is where football is? By the way, I'm going to be covering the USFL too. I'm a big fan of spring football. Big Sills played in spring football. I've got a picture to show you. You ready? See this right here? That's me playing in spring football in the World League. You know who the quarterback is? Can you guys tell me who the quarterback is? New Jersey, New York Knights. Do you know who the quarterback is? It's Doug Peterson. Big Sills, second Doug Peterson. How you doing? Got my mitts on his ass. Busted his ass up, too. No, not Jake DeLome. Warren Moon, Sydney. Uh, no, he is in hour number two. Thank you. <laughs> no, he's in hour number two. All right. Hey, Jack, isn't that cool? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, um, that's your boy right there, man. That's Doug Peterson right there. 
Big Seal's coming in there. I worked, I was the property of the Detroit Lions. Okay, and I love showing this next thing here, too. I was the property of the Detroit Lions. And that's why I wore 71, because I was a big fan of Alex Karras. And just so you know the proof that Big Seals was part of the, look at this, part of the Lions. There's one of my checks from the Lions. I have no idea why this is even down here. My, my daughter puts stuff down here like this. Isn't that cool? I get shit like that all over the house. <laughs> Was that the 10 grand? Yeah. 10 grand. And back then, of course, because you work in Detroit, nobody wants to work in Detroit. Fine people. No problem. But the taxes in Detroit? Oh, dude. It is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Mongo, hey, Matt, I, I, I really loved Alex Karras. Okay, I really did. Seals, when did you play at the U? 85 to 87, brother. Dug a backup to the backup. He was, man, I know. They had a, I forget they had Peace in there and some other dude in there. James says, Dan, when's The Rock coming on? Somewhere probably in September. Around there. Okay? By the way, I'm trying to get Sirianni on the week of the divisional championship games. Okay? So we're trying to work on that. Okay? So, hey, by the way, did you guys see that um, real quick before we get back to the constructing of this team in the offseason here? Did you see that Baker Mayfield video that he posted on his Twitter page? I, I tweeted it on mine, and I wrote, oh, my God. I'm paraphrasing it here. This guy's the biggest drama queen I've ever seen in my life. He's an excuse factor. And this guy's a factory of excuses, man. He, 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 he's in a sling like this. So fucking what? He's making excuses talking to you like this. Well, I want to thank the doctor. Listen how this, watch me do this. So Baker Mayfield's in a sling. He posts this. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to thank all the doctors. That's not what he's saying. You know what he's saying? I want to show everybody. I was really hurt. Can I? Can I give you the real audio of the Baker Mayfield posting on his Twitter page? I got it on mine at Dan Celio Show. I'm going to do what he's really doing here. I want to show everybody that I was really hurt. I know some of my teammates are questioning, but I was really hurt. I'm going to come back next year as a better version of myself as a man. I don't really believe that. I'm just telling you that because that's what you want to hear. I'm going to be the asshole that I'm always, but because I've got to hide it more, it looks like to me I've got to hide it more, and I've got to hide it. So I, I, I'm not going to be really myself publicly any longer. I'm going to be more like Tom Brady and those guys and kind of like really not let you know who I really am. Because it doesn't do me any good. You guys shit all over me anyway. Oh, yeah. Wait, hang on. My arm's hurt over here. And I want to thank the doctors and team physicians who did everything. Not really. I hated those guys. I called them out two years ago. What shitty jobs they did. Okay? Every time I see Baker now, I'm going to call that fucker chicken wing. That guy is a worm. He is, man. I have no respect for that guy. 
Hey, congratulations. You had surgery after the season. It's called playing football, dude. I mean, right. Well, hey, I need surgery. Who doesn't? And by the way, if you have character, you don't have to tell people you have character. You have it. If you're worried about what some asshole in the media is saying about you, that means people get under your skin. Jesus, criminy, you're starting quarterback in the NFL that failed this year. What did you think they were going to do? It's okay, Baker. Look at what they did to Wentz in Philly. They kicked his ass from one end of Broad Street to the other end until he was in Indianapolis. They kicked that guy's ass hard. Hard. Cities like Philly, Chicago, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, where those teams mean everything. How about this? The Philadelphia Eagles are like a church in Philly. The Buffalo Bills are like a church in Buffalo. Same thing with the Browns. Same with the Steelers. You guys can have other sports teams in your city. But there's just something about those particular franchises that will always stick out to me. Those fans bleed that shit, and guess what? They don't want to hear any shit. And you got a quarterback like Baker Mayfield moaning and crying. Sorry, kid. That ain't plugging into Cleveland. Just like Wentz didn't plug in to Philly. (laughs) Wasn't going to work, bro. Right? Wasn't going to work. Hey, real quick, before I get into the positions, Carson Wentz is in trouble in Indianapolis. That's probably not a shocker to many of you. He's in trouble. I don't know what that means and what they're going to do in the offseason. But I could see them making a move for a guy like Garoppolo and having a quarterback battle. Frank's not going to lose like that again. He said it was – I had a chance to talk with him this morning. He said it was as brutal of a finish as he's ever had in his playing and coaching career. They're asking the same question in Philadelphia as they are in Indianapolis and other places. Cleveland, can this guy take – dude, they're doing that in Dallas right now. They're doing it in Dallas. Is Dak – how about this? We all agree Dak's overpaid, right? I I would look at you and go like this. Is Tom Brady overpaid? Uh, No. Is Aaron Rodgers overpaid? No. No. Is Russell Wilson? Uh, no. Watch this. Is Deshaun Watson overpaid? No. And that dude didn't even play. Is Baker Mayfield $18 million for that? Yeah. They picked his option up. They paid him eighteen this year. You think that was $18 bucks? Jalen Hurts makes, well, what does Jalen make? $1.5 or something like that? Jalen Hurts was a steal in what he did. Baker Mayfield was a failure in what he did. Hey, Scooty, can you imagine Russell Wilson on that uh, Indianapolis Colts team with Jonathan Taylor? 
Holy shit, they'd be back in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Mahomes, right. Watch this. Mahomes makes $500 million. And he's paid, he's paid right. <laughs> yeah. He's paid fairly. It's crazy, man. Absolutely, man. And now they're doing this. Chris Ballard, the general manager, is so pissed off, and so is Jim Mersey. Frank said he, guys, know this. I'm going to tell you something that you guys are only going to be the ones to know. Frank had his meeting with Jim Mersey. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. They had two games to win at the end of the year, and they gagged both of them. And they jagged. They gagged the game to a two-win Jags team. You can't have that. You just can't have that. I mean it. And so, what about Dak? Is he paid right? Oh, Cole, you crazy? $42 million for what? He's got the same postseason record now as Tony Romo, one and three. Paying $42 million for what? By the way, you think that football team is as good as it was his first year when he started? And you want to know what the Cowboys got? The Cowboys got the same week of practices that the Eagles got. They finished the season the same way the Eagles did, getting bounced in a wild card. You can say all you want. Well, the Cowboys had this. They led the NFL in points scored. What did it get them? It got them a first-round exit. Hey, and he, and by the way, real quick here, did you hear that dickhead, Mike McCarthy and what he said? So Mike McCarthy was asked a question again today about the final play of the game. And he went like this. There were 14 seconds left. And McCarthy goes like this. Yeah, it was a 13-second play. So you gave your offense, barring any kind of mistake or a misspotting by the officials, or a 49er sitting on one of the Cowboy players. You gave margin of error one second at most to get lined up, get yourself ready, snap the ball, and have one shot. Dude, that guy doubled down on it. You, you shake your head and go, that guy's not capable of coaching the Dallas Cowboys. He's just not capable. You can't answer like that. Oh, yeah, you got, they had one second. <laughs> Bro, oh, plenty of time. Plenty of time? That's how you answer that? All right. I want to finish up on the convo. Positions on the Eagles. Warren Moon's going to join us in hour number two. Keep it right here. Hit the like button, please. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. days off man not here on the national football show you know what people always do when like their favorite team ends you you, you know what kills me about sports talk let, let, let me tell you something by the way hit the like button guys let me tell you why fans leave radio stations and platforms because the host thinks he has to talk about something else It's like going into your favorite restaurant. You go in there, you go in there, you love it. And because it's the spring, the restaurant takes your favorite dish off the menu. I'm not going there. Why would I go there? 41 million people watched the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. The 30 million people, 30.3 million people watched the Eagles and the Buccaneers. People leave radio stations and platforms because the dumbass host doesn't give what you guys want to talk about. I've learned that on this platform. 99% of the time, the host will always think he knows what's best for you when in turn you've got to service the people that are watching you and if you're talking about bullshit nobody cares the below seven says hey dan you're gonna be here all year 
Why don't we let Xander answer that? 007 says, hey, Xander, they're asking you a question. Hey, Dan, you going to be here all year? <laughs> you, 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 you should ask Xander that. Eastside Monster. Hey, man. No days off there. <laughs> hey. Yeah, man. It's all good. Don't worry. No, hey, dude, we're actually going to make it even bigger. You kidding me? It's going to get even bigger. Um, here. Do you know what we have coming on, on uh, next week? Ice Cube and Kevin Frazier and Terry Bradshaw. Those guys are going to be coming on next week. I already got them in the pipeline. I think I'm going to keep G. Cobb on Monday because he kicks our week off. Don't you think, Xander? I like G. Cobb on Monday. We'll talk some. Uh, we'll talk some football there with G. Cobb on Mondays. Man, he kicks the week off damn good. I like him there, and plus he loves doing it for us too. So yeah, it's all good, man. All good. Before I get back into it here, I want to throw this at you here, man. Oh man, that is awesome. Dude, you know why Jacob is such a great place to work? Oh, by the way, they hate when I do this. Both the father, both the father and the kid, they hate this. But they're going to hook my boy Cobb up. That's great, man. Well, Lawrence, Ice Cube's been on the show twice already. Oh, man, wait a minute. East Candom, Cardi B, smoke show. I'm sorry, Lawrence, you must have missed Ice Cube. That's random. Ice Cube's a big football fan. Lawrence, you missed Ice Cube. I think Lawrence thinks I was bullshitting by saying Ice Cube just out of nowhere. Uh, right? <laughs> Bro, that guy, he's been on twice already. Ask anybody here. Keep Cobbs on Monday. He's legit. Ice cream tonight? I told you, man. Vanilla with chocolate-covered sprinkles. Guild, yes, sir. East Candon, you missed it? Yeah, Cube's been on the program twice. Boys in the hood. No, I don't, I, I, I don't think so. He is a Raider fan, Lawrence. Snoop, working. Oh, Cube's a big Raider fan. But Kevin Frazier, I worked with at uh, Fox when I was at Fox on the lot. Yes, Big Seals worked at Fox Sports. Um, I should post that picture of Big Sills with Fox Sports. I think I will. I did work for Fox Sports for two years, and I worked on the lot. Had a fun time. was really great over on Pico. All right, let me get back. Hey, real quick. So who do you guys think has the has – the, um, who do you think has the pressure this weekend? It's Aaron Rodgers, isn't it? Oh, Warren Moon, bottom of the hour. We're going to talk to him about Jalen Hurts. Do you know Aaron Rodgers' record in the postseason is? What do you guys think it is? Yeah, I've had Snoop on my radio show. We'll try to get him on this. 11 and 9. 11 and 9. <laughs> That's just a tick above 500. 11 and 9. That's crazy. 
Yeah, Yale, almost 500. 11 and 9. Holy cow, man. Make no mistake about it. The pressure is clearly on that dude, man. He has got to get that thing across the finish line this year. You cannot have the pressure. Okay? You cannot have the pressure. Okay? You can't. You can't have the pressure that he has on him and that he has put on himself and fail again in the NFC Championship game. You, you just can't, dog. Okay? You, you can't. All right. Let's get back in here and let's go. Rams, you think W2? Okay, hold on here. Did, did, did I say, hey, Sills, you're going to smoke some rope with uh, Snoop and Ice Cube? Come on, man. Big Sills will do a lot of things. I may have a couple drinks on the air with you, man, but I, I may not. I, I, I don't think I'd be smoking some weed with you, man. <laughs> well, uh, I, don't, I don't think yet. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't. Hey, by the way, do you think I could get away with Krause Jr.? My back, you know, I mean, this was prescribed for to me. <laughs> Come up with some bullshit. <laughs> I have to do it. Hey, I was compelled to do it. I was compelled to do it, right? What up, Brian? Appreciate you coming aboard, man. All right. Hey, guys, we talked a little bit about rebuilding the football team here. And again, we're going to talk to our friend at the bottom of the hour, Warren Moon, and get his spin. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, man. I hate that. <laughs> Krause knows, man. He's good. He's good, man. He's a good dude. All right. Not a quarterback. I gave you all the positions, and we went over them in the last hour here. We are at least eight players away from being a true Super Bowl contending football team again in Philadelphia. I'm not even counting the quarterback. Receiver? Backup tight end? Two edge rushers? A linebacker? A corner? Two safeties? It's eight. My opinion, it's eight. Yeah, Brian. Okay. Eight players away. Think about that. You're eight players away, and yet the football team still won nine ball games. Still won nine ball games. What is the biggest need on this team? Let's rank them now. Let's go down because I asked the question in the last hour, how many players away do you think the Eagles are from being a true Super Bowl contender? What is the biggest area of need? Take the quarterback conversation out of it. Big Moose, I agree. And a possession receiver. True, 6-8. D-E-D-E. Let's take a look at that. Defensive end, pass rusher, Jack says. Secondary, biggest need is pass rusher. I'm going to agree with all of you. I think they need a pass rushing mother you know what -er. 
Okay? I think they need a pass-rushing demon. You know, I mean, by the way, what are they doing with Khalil Mack in Chicago? You think Howie would have enough rocks to go to Chicago and try to get Khalil Mack and bring him to Philly? Man, does he have anything left in the tank? Okay, or even that Robert Quinn guy. Man, I mean, they got some pass-rushing mother. You know what is there? Khalil Mack has been wasted in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I just, off the top of my head, I'm looking at the college kids, but I'm also going like this. Who's potentially going to be out there in the open market like that and go like, hey, Lawrence, I'm Lawrence, I have no insight in this. I'm just saying this. Chandler Jones is a free agent? Holy shit. Bobby, is that, hey, I want someone to corroborate that. I think you're right. By the way, that's Bone Jones's brother. <laughs> Chandler Jones is Bone Jones's brother, man. I've talked to him a few times. Chandler Jones. Holy shit. I would would you give a first round draft choice up for the best pass rusher, one of the top 3 pass rushers in the NFL? Chandler, how a hey, do me a favor. Find out how old Chandler Jones is. Dude, I, I, there's no doubt the New England pay. Holy cow, man. That gave me a Woody. Chandler, whoa. Hey, Deshaun Watson, okay. Chandler Jones, 31. How old was Reggie? Thank you, Lawrence. Thought you'd pick that up. <laughs> yeah, the, hey, how old was Reggie when Reggie left uh, Philadelphia? Was he 28? Ew, thank you, Yale. I know, when I said it, not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Another. <laughs> yeah. thank, that, 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 thank you, BF. I, I, I think we've got the picture, okay? Relax, guys. I I got the picture. 31-year-old pass rushing. How many sacks did he have this year, too? Gregory is going to be on the open market. The Cowboys, I'm hearing, are going to cut him. So you're going to have Randy Gregory and Chandler Jones available. (laughs) Well, I, I may have to rethink this about the draft. I hate going into the draft and going after unproven dudes. I want to go into free agency and go after dudes that are dudes, not could be dudes. You know, BF, Randy Gregory, you say he stinks. I'm like, you know, I, 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 I don't think he makes the plays he needs to do. Reggie was 32 when he left. Reggie was, hey, Reggie was really good in Green Bay, but he wasn't Philadelphia good. I don't think he was ever the same. I really don't. I I do not think he was really the guy that he was in Philly. Reggie was a factor, and he Reggie should have probably won the MVP award in that Super Bowl for the Packers when they won it. 
Jones had 10 and a half sacks. And, Bobby, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he have, like, five in the first game or something like that? So, I mean, right, the rest of the way out, if you look at Chandler Jones' numbers, they're kind of, like, not real. It's 10 and a half, but he had, like, five in one game. So we kind of, like, limped along the rest of the way. Khalil Mack, Randy Gregory, Chandler Jones. I'm not giving first-rounders up for any of them dudes. But I would give you a two or a three for some of these guys. Okay? Chandler Jones, I'll give you a second-round draft choice for that guy. I'll take that. Five against Tennessee. See, Timothy? Five against Tennessee, and he had ten and a half? I thought that guy was going to go for the record. Turned out TJ got the record. Chris says, pass on Gregory. I think I would too. Not another Kerrigan. That's what Double O says. Imagine Aaron Donald type rusher with the Eagles. It'd be insane. Your defense would be solidified. Chandler Jones is a free agent, but Bobby, again, 10 and a half sacks in one, one game he had five versus Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? I'd take Jones, too, at the right price. Right? And, and, and I know we're all talking about the guys. You know, you know, it's funny. Xander and I were talking about this prior to, um, to, uh, to going on the air. You know, they're saying that this draft is not, it's not true. It's not quarterback heavy. I think there's players all over the joint. I think there's great old linemen. I think there's great defensive linemen. I think there's linebackers galore. And as I said yesterday to you, hey, man, I would completely go into um, the SEC. And if I drafted every kid out of the SEC and I used all my draft choices, I guarantee you 50% of the time I'd be right. You think the Rams are not going to bring back Von Miller? Big Chris, I, I I tell you what, he's been kind of a factor the last couple games, though. He's been a factor, okay? He had a nice sack on Kyler Murray, man. He had a big sack on him. Aaron Donald is the one player I would trade first-round picks for. He's a tremendous pass rusher. And by the way, if the Buccaneer center is out, like they're saying, that could be a long day for Brady. By the way, they're talking about Brady's center and his left tackle being out. That's not a good remedy against a football team that can rush the passer and has Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, and they have Von Miller on the other side, who's kind of picked it up a little bit. That's going to be a game to keep an eyeball on, man. It really is. That's going to be a game to keep an eyeball on here. All right, guys. Warren Moon's going to join us in a couple minutes. I'm going to ask him about Jalen Hurts in this weekend's NFL matchups, plus the likelihood of Russell Wilson really leaving Seattle. He's part of the broadcast team. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the only guys I know that's a Hall of Famer in college, pros, and in the Canadian Football League. He's done it all. Our friend Warren Moon's going to join us. We'll ask him all these questions. We'll get right back to you. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. 
Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's a health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Silly old guys, please hit the like button. Warren Moon's going to join us in a couple minutes. Get his thoughts on Jalen Hurts. The likelihood of Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. Pete Carroll retiring. His thoughts on the weekend games, too. I think that I say this to you. The divisional round football games are the best games of the year in the NFL. Them and the conference championship games, I think, are the best weeks of the season. You get the best football and the best teams are playing in these conference title games and these divisional games. I really don't think you're going to get a blowout. Could be wrong because I'm not sure about this Bucks team. So we'll talk to Warren Moon here in a couple minutes. You see the comments by George Kittle, the tight end for the 49ers. He was asked a question about going up to Green Bay and playing the Packers in the divisional game this weekend. You know what his comments were? Fucking awesome. He was like, this is awesome. You're telling me I get a chance to go to the hallowed grounds of Lambeau Field, play against Aaron Rodgers, 
national television, divisional game. The winner goes to the conference title game. This is awesome. I love that. And I said this to you yesterday. I don't think there's any fear in the 49ers going up to Green Bay. They beat the shit out of them the last couple times they played them in the postseason. They waxed them once in the NFC Championship game, too. Ran them off the field. There's going to be no fear with Kyle Shanahan. Okay? There's going to be no fear going up and taking on Matt LaFleur. They're not scared of that team. And the one thing that I think the Packers struggle against, that's running the ball. I don't know. Defending the run. Defending the run. They run the ball well. They're third in the league. Okay? That dude says, Kittle's an effing beast. He is, man. Lawrence says, Philly don't sign players like Kittle. Yeah, you did. You got Jason Kelsey, brother. <laughs> Getting Doug, Doug Flutie with three great cups. Thank you, Doug Flutie. Someone always brings up Hail Mary. Funny, that was done against my school. And every time that stupid Hail Mary conversation comes up, they always bring up, Doug Flutie against Miami and us falling down in the mud. God, we made that guy a legend on one play. God, do I hate that. Yeah, Fruity Flakes, whatever. Lawrence, right? Jason Kelsey's like Kittle. How, how funny is this, man? Andy Reid looks like he's going to be a guy that drafted both Kelsey guys and they're both going to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Incredible. I can't wait for this Packer 49er game. You know why? The Packers are going to play a team like you. But their quarterback is more accurate. Their quarterback is 35 and 15. I know you guys in Philly hate the guy. But he's 35 and 15 and he's beaten Aaron Rodgers. You know, people, I don't know why people think that there's no chance that the 49ers can win that game. I think you're high. I think they can win that football game. They're a more physical football team. And anytime a finesse team takes on a physical football team, what usually happens? They get beat up. They get beat up, man. Absolutely. All right. One of my absolute favorite people on the planet, and I will say this to you. His resume speaks for itself. By the way, his Crescent Moon Foundation and all the things that Warren Moon has done, this is a face of a franchise that you always want when you have character people like this. And to me, it is always a privilege and honor to get my friend on, Warren Moon, and he joins us now here on the National Football Show. Thank you so much for coming on, Warren. Hey, Danny, thanks a lot, my man. Happy New Year to you. You bet, man. Same thing to you. I want to start the conversation off, Warren, with you in Philadelphia. We've been having this debate, and everybody has been having this debate about Jalen Hurts. He threw for 3,300 yards. He ran for over 700. He's an alternate to the Pro Bowl in his first year. They got to a playoff game. Um, in his first year, he is 83% quarterback rating. If you look at the numbers between Vic and Josh Allen and some of the other guys that started in their first year, sat a little bit in their first, second year, they got to play the majority of the snaps. He's right in that conversation. Your take on Jalen Hurts, do you think the Eagles should build around him? 
You know, I really think after how he played this year, they should. They should really take a long look at him because he is just continually to develop. And um, they did a great job with him this year as far as figuring out what he does best, and they incorporated that into the offense. But I think as far as being a passer, a pocket passer, I think he's going to continue to keep getting better at it. One, because the kid has tremendous work ethic. Uh, I think he's a tremendous leader. Uh, you hear him talk in the media. He says all the right things. I think he's a guy that that team wants to follow. So I think you do give him another chance uh, just because of the, the progress that he made between last year being a rookie and getting a chance to play a little bit and this year having a whole season and then where he can go with another strong offseason to go off of what he um, what he did this particular season. And then a couple of more playmakers around him, you know, uh, uh the, the Jalen Rager kid didn't work out the way they thought he did as a first-round draft pick a couple of years ago. Um, with the young kid from Alabama, he's doing Levante a great job. Levante looks great. Levante so, so looks they've great. Got, yeah, they've got somebody for him to work with there, but he needs a couple of more weapons to go along with their great running game. This could be a very dangerous team in that NFC East. So I think you go you go along and go ahead with, with uh, Jalen Hurts. And continue to keep developing him. Make sure you have a, the type of quarterback coach around him that's going to make him uh, work and do the things that he needs to do to be a better pocket passer. Other than that, the kid's got everything you want as a, as a quarterback and all the intangibles that come along with that. Warren, you had a strong arm when you were in college and you were accurate. You know, whatever people said about you, you had those intangibles. But let me ask you this. That's been one of the criticisms. I had Jimmy Johnson on a couple weeks ago, and he questions the accuracy, sometimes the arm strength. Can you improve? Because I saw Brady from 2001 to where I watch Tom Brady now. That's not the same arm strength I saw no. in Brady's first year. It looks to me at 44, Tom Brady's got a strong arm than he did when he came out of college, if that's possible. Can you improve on those two intangibles, accuracy and arm strength? No question about it. And Tom is a perfect uh, example of arm strength being improved because, like you said, his arm is much stronger now than it was when he first came into the league. And a lot of it has to do with technique and fundamentals uh, and getting your lower body more involved in your throws. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with accuracy as well. Your footwork has so much to do with accuracy. Where your feet are planted, uh, are they planted in the right direction? All those different things have to do with making uh, sure you have good accuracy. So uh, I really think improve. it just takes a lot of work and a lot of repetition like anything else, and you'll get better at it. Warren, let's, let me take you to Seattle now. Do you believe in 2022 that Russell Wilson will be the starting quarterback for the Seahawks? Yeah, I think he will. I think he will be. Um, I think Russell wants to be here. I mean, there's so much little talk. Uh, outside of the organization, maybe from people in his camp uh, that, that he might be wanting to look around and things like that. But I think when it's all said and done, I think Russell wants to be here. Uh, I think there's things he wants to improve, and I think the, the Seahawks will listen to those things and try and get them improved. I think the Seahawks understand they need to improve their football team, not just Russell Wilson telling them that. Uh, so there are certain areas that he would like to see them improve, and I think they'll go after that. They'll be on the same page about it. You know, and, and, and to me, Warren, I think the Seahawks have taken steps backwards. And by the way, I think Rashad Penny, for the first time, I saw him over the last month of the season. I was like this. Okay, well, maybe that's the kid that came out of San Diego State that they were hoping. 
that maybe this kid's finally finding his gear here because since Beast Mode, since uh, Marshawn Lynch has not been in that backfield, that's been a deterioration, in my opinion, Warren, of the Seahawks' offense. They've got to improve their running game for him to be comfortable back there, for them to be better. Do you agree? Well, they just haven't had a consistent running game. I think Chris Carson has been a really good back for them, but he hasn't been available enough. He's been in and out of the lineup every year that he's been in the lead, and I think that's been a problem. But when he is healthy, he gives you that running game that you want to have that balance with their passing game. But this year, I think he played maybe three or four games, and then they went with a bunch of guys by committee. Uh, Finally, um, Penny came on at the last part of the season. And he's showing you why they drafted him in the first round a few years ago. He's another guy that just hasn't been able to stay healthy. But I think Adrian Peterson coming in here really had an impact on him, showing him how to practice, talking to him about how you have to practice to get yourself ready to play in a game and uh, being able to play a little bit hurt, a little bit banged up. Some guys think if they're a little bit hurt or not 100% that they can't go. Well, I think Adrian showed him that you can go no matter what. You just go out there. If you can run, Uh, The football, you should be out there on the field. Of course, you're going to be hurt a little bit, but you still got to go out there and go as long as you're not injured. You know, you might might not be – you might be a little bit sore or something like that, but as long as you're not injured, go out there and play. And I think he understands that now, and I think that's why you see the success he had over those last four or five weeks of the season. Warren, a couple questions on the playoff games uh, this weekend. If you had to start your football team with Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, who would you start it with? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with either <laughs> one of those. I think it all depends on what you're looking for, Dan. Um, some some teams, you know, if you're going to run your quarterback like Buffalo is with, with their quarterback, maybe that you go for a guy like, um, uh, like Josh. But uh, if, if you're just – wanting to throw the football, but you want a guy who can move around and, and buy time and make things happen, you go with Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think you can go wrong with either one of these guys because they both have the ability to run the football and make yards with their legs. They both have uh, lasers for arms, and uh, they'll take those types of chances and make those big plays for you that a lot of other quarterbacks just don't have the ability to do. So either one of these two guys, that's what, one of the reasons why they're the top two guys paid in the league. They both have those same type of abilities. You, you, you know, Warren, am I right? You played until you were 44 also, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Tom Brady going and playing at 44. He's had a great year. What were the things that you – because I, I, I don't think people realize when you're a young kid, you twist an ankle, you're back in three days. When you're in your late 30s or your mid-30s, I played until I was 37. And when you're 37 and you twist your ankle, that baby's out there 10 days. I mean, it, it's going to be a little bit, all right? I mean, it's going to be there for a bit. It takes a little longer to heal. There's no question about it. What are the things you had to always guard from? Because I think at 44, if you're playing that long, a twisted ankle or, you know, a hyperextension, those aren't little things to guys when they're up there in that age because of the recovery factor. Were those some of the things that you always were cognizant of, and that's what maybe Tom Brady has done a great job of too, is being very protective of those things? Yeah, I think uh, your legs are something that are so important. I talked about that earlier as far as accuracy, as far as uh, being able to throw the ball with velocity. You've got to make sure you keep those legs protected and, and uh, those limbs, and and uh, that's one of the things I tried to do late in my career, I, I was a big weightlifter. You know, I did a lot of squats and different things to keep my legs strong. 
Um, but I did have a, a bad ankle sprain when I was with the Minnesota Vikings that, that caused me to get to the point where I kept trying to play on it as opposed to just letting it rest. Um, and and it, it was my downfall when I was with the uh, with Minnesota Vikings. Uh, when I went to the Seattle Seahawks, I broke my ribs, and I kept trying to play with broken ribs, and I was getting a shot every day for just to practice and then another shot or two in the game just to get through the game instead of just taking the time to heal. So part of that was me just wanting to be out there and, and knowing my guys wanted me to be out there, but then part of it was just being stupid, that if I would have went ahead and let myself get healed, uh, I probably would still be playing today. Who knows? But um, uh, as you get older, like you said, those injuries just don't heal as fast as they used to. And uh, that's why you have to try and guard against them. And remember, we weren't protected as well as the quarterbacks are protected today. You know, we, we were taking shots all the time. Guys were driving us to the turf. We took shots to the head, all of that different stuff that they're not, they've kind of outlawed all that, you know, low hits to the knees. All those things are outlawed, so that's another reason why some of these quarterbacks are playing well into their 40s. Stop crying, Warren. <laughs> hey, let me, let, me, let me tell you, man, you're one of the toughest dudes that's ever played, man. Can you imagine you playing in today's rules, man? You, you would have played until your 50 years, man. i I got to leave you with this one. You know, I, I keep bringing this up to everyone, man. I mean, we've we've been talking to everyone about this. I was talking to Chris Sims about this the other day, too. Aaron Rodgers has played 17 years. Warren, put this in perspective for people. He's thrown over 450 touchdowns, and he doesn't have 100 picks in his career. How insane that is when it comes to the touchdown differential to interceptions. Yeah. He's one of the he's one of the best throwers of the football that I've seen, you know, and uh, one of the most accurate throwers of the football that I've seen. And it's amazing that he only has one Super Bowl win for all of what he's been able to do in, in those 17 years. You got to remember the first three years he didn't really play. He was behind right. Brett Favre. So he's done all that in really like 14 years. So his his career has been amazing. Uh, he's got his, his team in another position this year to maybe get to another Super Bowl. Hopefully that happens for him. But, you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the fact this guy was one tremendous football player, even though he didn't have uh, the tremendous football team behind him to win more championships, but he is a tremendous individual player. What are you working on, Warren? The Crescent Moon Foundation, I know you're always in the community doing things, especially in the Seattle area. and in, You know what's great, folks, too? Warren still keeps close to all the people in Houston. We we had a radio show, and people were always telling me that you were down there. We talked about your golf tournament that you have every year. What are some of the things that you're doing right now just to throw out there to people and where they can find some information on what you're doing? Right now I'm working on a, uh, a Pro Bowl dinner. I'm doing a Pro Bowl dinner in Las Vegas. It's going to benefit the uh, United Way of Southern Nevada, and uh, that's where all the money is going to go. It, it, we're going to put together a dinner at, a, at Laurie's uh, Prime Rib uh, Restaurant. Um, great prime rib lobster dinner. We're going to have Hall of Famers and different uh, players show up throughout the evening. We're going to have a live and a silent auction. We're going to have a gifting suite. It's just going to be a great night of uh, you know telling stories and having a great meal, great wines, and raising money for a very worthy cause, the United Way of Southern Nevada. Always great, man. You're That's going to be leader. on Thursday night, February 3rd. Um, and it, 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 anybody that's going to be in the Vegas area, you, know, you can buy tickets. So it, it's, it's going to be a great night. Absolutely. Warren, it is always great catching up with you. Thank you so much, my friend. And I appreciate it. God bless. 
All right, Danny, great talking to you, man. I'm sure I'll talk to you throughout the playoffs. You're doing a great job. Take care of yourself. You got it. The legendary Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. Guys, hit the like button. We'll expand on what he said about Russell Wilson, about Jalen Hurts. He's a believer in Jalen Hurts. Hall of Famer Warren Moon believes that the Eagles should build around Jalen Hurts. We'll hit on that next, right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Says he's just being nice, Warren Moon. Jesus Christ, you some of you guys, man. Welcome back, man. Thank you very much, man. He was awesome. We really appreciate Warren Moon stepping in with us and giving us his insight. Thank you so much for that, man. I mean, I love the Hall of Famer. Had a chance to play against them a few times. Guy was spectacular. Folks, please hit the like button. You guys have been great as always. He's a believer, man. Now, he did say something, though, and just to um underscore what he said and i'm paraphrasing here go back and listen to the interview if you um again uh missed a little bit of it he said that yeah on what he did the growth that he showed this year the eagles should build around him build around him he didn't say this yeah he's the guy 
So obviously, he's like Dak Prescott. He needs a formidable running attack. By the way, what's wrong with that? Ryan Tannehill needs that. By the way, he's getting the movable refrigerator back this weekend. What's wrong with that? What, you don't think Tom Brady needs a running game? We'll find out this weekend if that center and that tackle are out and those backs banged up. I know playoff for Nets back and Jones is back, but these guys have been banged up all year. We'll find out. Jeremiah says, I should ask if the Oilers can go all the way. I do think the Oilers have a chance to get to the AFC Championship game. By the way, I love those Oiler uniforms. I, they kept the same colors in Tennessee, though, right? They're kind of the same colors. Those Oiler uniforms were so dope. Man, I love that Houston Oiler uniform. Hey, just to show you how old I am, I played against the Cardinals when they were at Bush Stadium, and I played against the Oilers when they were at the Astrodome. <laughs> oh, man. Daryl says, yo, Sills, you think the Eagles should consider Jimmy G? Absolutely. But see, some of these guys don't like because he's not a shiny lure, even though he's 35 and 15. Okay? BF goes to Cincy Alive Dog this weekend. Man, they got injuries in the offensive line. They're banged up in the running back, too. Love you, Blue. Love that. Dude, Derrick Henry is awesome. I still like the Tennessee colors. Jeremiah, I, I, I love that whole Oiler uniform. My boy Alonzo Highsmith played for them. Yeah, I played against a guy named Bruce Matthews, Mike Munchak, and there was some other horse on that offensive line. Those two guys made the Hall of Fame. I played against both them dudes. Man, they were freaking unbelievable. Man, like, you had to – hey, how about this? I, I played against Bruce Matthews once. And he's like 6'5", he's 315, this guy can move. And so I engage in him, boom. You know, nobody's going to be stronger than me. No, nobody. If anything, you're going to be as strong because there's guys in that league that bench over 500 too like I did. So I engage. I get a little high and start, start cheating, looking in the backfield. I thought this guy was going to break my back. I thought he was going to bend me over and break my back. I had the hunch down again. And I, I, I just did it so I didn't get knocked on my back. And I'm like, man, that guy was so great. Now, Campbell wasn't in the backfield. I can't remember who the back was for Warren Moon. He was a good football player, too. I cannot remember who their 1,000-yard back was. I can't remember. But Alonzo played for them. Earl, I played a... Hey, Nuts, I played against Earl Campbell when he was in New Orleans, and he was terrible. I remember I used to look over, hey, I used to look over at my, um, some of my Buck teammates, and I went like this to the guy. I went, that ain't Earl Campbell. That's just Earl Campbell's body. That's not Earl Campbell. <laughs> okay? Alan Pickett. Not Alan Page. Very good, Hugh. That's all I needed. Alan Pinkett. Old Notre Dame guy. No, Alan Pinkett. Alan Page, the defensive end from the uh, Vikings. Maybe Rozier, too. I think Rozier was in the back. Yeah, Mike Rozier was there, too. 
Okay. Tony says, hey, Big Sills, love the national DJ crew pick. Hey, yeah, I'm there with Tony Bruno. On my, on my Twitter page, I posted a DJ pick because it's some sort of stupid national DJ day. And so guess who's in that picture? Um, let me see. Dredge. Drudge is in that picture. Dr. Dean Adele, Michael Reagan, Ronald Reagan's son, Tony Bruno, Jim Rome. Craig Kitchen, um, myself, Art Bell is also in that. The guy who used to do the crazy stuff at night. Okay. Decleated. Only time I was decleated was my sophomore year in high school. I'm looking around like this. Some guy knocked from from Fairfield Prep. Knock me on my ass. I'm looking around. I'm playing middle linebacker, man. I'm going like this. Bang. Boom. Last time, man. I said, no, nah, that won't happen again. And I and, and Big Seals became a missile himself. I kept looking around. Always on interceptions. I was this guy. Who can I kill? <laughs> yeah, Albert Bell. Now, I don't throw baseballs at anybody in the chest. Thank you. Right? How about Moon saying, let's build around... Jalen Hurts. Okay. Have we not had a just Jimmy Johnson? I don't know. Um, Baldy, I don't know. Chris Sims, I'm sold when he wasn't. Uh, maybe Lorenzo White, too. 007 says, what'd you play on offense? I was a center. Believe it or not, I played center. I was an all kind um, Zach Allen, the guy that you saw play for um, Steve Young, too, was in that division, in that conference when I played. God, we had like 10 guys who made the NFL, made the all-conference team. Um, this is the, It's the best high school football conference in New England. Steve Young. Ken Bell, these guys all played in the pro in pro football. Mike, Mike Young went to BYU too, and he played. He started at BYU, got to a Holiday Bowl. That Zach Allen, who plays for the um, uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, I know him. He went to New Canaan. He um, he's an FCAC guy. Yeah, I'm the highest drafted player in the history of Stanford. Fifty six, and my uncle's a Hall of Famer. Just so you know, I'm very proud of that. Akbar says, did you play with Benny Blades? I did at the University of Miami and at Detroit. Benny, Benny was an absolute. Benny's a, Benny Blades is a borderline Hall of Fame football player. Made all pro a few times. He was really good, man. Really a good football player. Really good. Yeah. Hey, by the way. One more thing. I want, I want to circle back here on something. And, and please tell me, help me out on this. Are you guys watching the NBA at all? Are you guys watching the NBA? Lou says, I was a center in high school and Little League, but I like defense. That's kind of what I did, too. I played middle linebacker and center. Then they moved me to defensive end. They stood me up in high school. Uh, they stood me up in high school. They put me down. They moved me around. 
I think my sophomore year, I had 28 sacks. You know who broke my sack record in Connecticut? Dwight Freeney. He's also from my conference. Yeah, hey, Jed Saki. Holy cow, I will never do that again. Yeah, yeah, uh, Dwight Freeney is from my conference too. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Let me see if I get it right. I think he had like 70 sacks or some shit. It was some crazy number. My uh, my first year I had 15, then I had 28. Then I had like another 19 my senior year. Yeah, he beat me by like eight, something like that. I had 62 sacks in three years um, of high school football, and Dwight had 70. He was freaking just unbelievable. Hey, podcast, and Pete's killing it. Good to see the Sixers ruining another career, right? Timothy, I don't know about thugs. You really, you hey, Timothy, you think those guys look like Anthony Masons? You think those guys act like Bill Lambeers? I think they're soft as tissue paper. Those guys don't look, that don't look like the NBA I grew up on. Taking perimeter shots. Gangsters don't sit outside the fence, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? These gangsters want to sit outside the fence taking shots. They want to sit at the three-point line. Basketball I watched, everybody was fighting underneath, beating Jordan's ass up. Right? I don't know, man. Me too, Brian. Hey, Magic and Bird, I'll take it all night. I know I say, hey, and I am clearly old man, get off my lawn with that. But, hey, man, even to say, hey, how about the Sixers with Dr. J choking out Larry Bird? That was one of the most classic moments in NBA history. Bird getting choked out by Dr. J. Dude, that was all. I mean, that, hey, that Sixer rivalry with Boston was insane. I would say this, that the Celtics and the Sixers, that was a constant battle. Malone was insane. Won three NBA champ, or excuse me, won three NBA Most Valuable Player awards, and they won that '83 championship. Four, 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 and four. I, didn't they go sixteen and one that year? If I'm not mistaken, I think that '83 Sixer team went sixteen and one, and they just ran through everybody. Man, they four, 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 and four. Malone was just doing that the whole time. I met Moses. Man, he almost went to Maryland. Then he signed with the ABA's Virginia Squires. Sixers, Celtics, and Lakers, man. That was a great, great time in the NBA. Dude, I got – hey, I tell you guys this. Wake me up in June. You know, I'll watch the finals. 4-3-4? Four, four. Hey, hey, man. Yeah, dude, they, they ran through that whole thing, man. That Sixer team, they got Dr. J's title. I think he had three ABA titles with the Nets. Moses was a freak show. Maybe one of the most underrated centers in NBA history is Moses Malone. Dude, you'd be hard-pressed to go like this. Hey, Moses had a turnaround jumper, could shoot free throws. You know, everybody shot free throws back in the day and was a beast out on the block. Look at the centers you had, too. Yeah, Jabbar and him. <laughs> right? Dude, they were good players, man, at that pivot. Now they got these hybrid guys to change the game completely. You were a Sonics fan? Sean Kemp was great, dog. Gary Payton at the point. 
George Carl was their coach. That was a good basketball team. You know, that was probably the best team outside of that Drexler-Portland Blazer team that Jordan faced in that sixth championship run. The Sonics, well, the Utah team at the end was pretty good too. Chocolate Thunder, man, tearing that backboard down. That homie was unreal, man. Name me one NBA player that has strong morals and cares about others. Let me see. Hmm. Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry. I, I, I'm, I'm, that's why I, I like Steph Curry. I'm good with Steph. I, I, I root for him. I do. I root for him to do well. LeBron. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Hugh, he was so dynamic, man. Yeah, I like Steph Curry, too, Dion. I do, man. Hey, guys, you are absolutely spectacular. Please hit the like button. Warren Moon, I love the fact that he is a Jalen backer. Um, you were spectacular, like I said. Please hit the like button. If you missed any of the show, go back and watch it later. Share it. Um, we'll expand a little bit more on what Warren said. We got a special guest joining us tomorrow. Not going to say anything right now, but we got a special guest joining us tomorrow. Till tomorrow, four to six Eastern time. We shall see you on the flip side. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.